When you're lost in the darkness, look for the pod. Specifically, the Prestige TV podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network, where we're breaking down every new episode of HBO's The Last of Us. On Sunday nights, grab your battery and join Van Lathan and Charles Holmes for an instant reaction to the latest episode. Then head back to the QZ on Tuesdays for a deep dive with Joanna Robinson and Mallory Rubin. From character arcs to video game adaptation choices, story themes to needle drops, we'll parse every inch of this cordyceps-coated universe. Watch out for mouth tendrils and follow along on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, And it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet and the other... Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. Well, today, I talked to one of my heroes. It's Jesse Palmer, everybody. I'm concerned he may think I'm a little bit deranged after this conversation, but hey, I had a great time. I hope you're going to enjoy it. Just want to say, disclaimer, couldn't couldn't find the courage to ask him if he was the one getting divorced. So I'm sorry I let you all down after my big talk earlier this week, but I just couldn't, I just couldn't do it. You know, I just, just love Jesse. Didn't want to put him in that position. Anyway, give it a listen. Hope you enjoy. And Callie and I will be back on Monday night as per usual. Welcome to Bachelor Party, Jesse Palmer. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming back. Jesse, I'm going to be honest. I think I might be your biggest fan outside of your family and your wife's family. Why? <laughs> what do you mean, why? I think you're great at your job. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. I love your pod. I love this whole thing, by the way. I love being <laughs> out with you too. Bachelor Party, kidding me? Yes. New favorite. <laughs> I don't know. I just, first of all, I also want to apologize to you. I was like, when you guys went to France last year and you had such excellent French pronunciation, I was like, well, he's a broadcaster. He just like is good at his job. But no, you speak French. Yeah, I grew up in Canada. <laughs> so I went to an immersion school but when I was... You did? Yeah. My parents, so my parents don't speak French, but they, I have a younger brother and they put us in French immersion from kindergarten all the way through high school. That's awesome. I mean, like, do you understand French or 
Or do you just sound good speaking it? No, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. I like memorize a menu and I'm like, I'll just say all these food <laughs> words and then off it goes. Yeah, no, I, I love it. I go to France once, at least once a year. I have a home in Montreal. So I go back to Montreal a ton. That's sort of my wow. connection back home to Canada. And, and uh, I love it. Yeah. Did you grow up in Quebec? Quebec, as they say? Quebec. I grew up in, uh, in Ottawa, the capital city, which is a bilingual city because it is the seat of our parliament within <laughs> Canada. And it's very close to Quebec as well. So there are a lot of people in Ottawa that speak French. And actually, wow. in fact, we have many Francophones. Including you. Yeah, you know. Yes. Wow. I love a good poutine. Someone, is that is that French or just Canadian though? That's just French Canadian, right? Well, poutine, yeah. I mean, okay, this could anger a lot of people listening if they live above the border. I think it's a French Canadian thing. I think so Everybody too. eats in Canada. And when you say poutine, mm. it just sounds better than poutine. Sure. <laughs> it doesn't sound gross is what you're saying. Tarte au sucre and poutine are, I think, are, I'm pretty sure... Our, our Quebecois delicacies. One of my top sporting events that I'd like to attend is the Canadian Grand Prix. Have you ever been? Oh, yeah. You mean the F1? Yeah. I went to the to the Mexico Grand Prix last year and it was one of the best weekends of my life. And now I want to go to the Canadian one. So, you know, I think that the F1 Grand Prix is like my favorite weekend in Canada, period. Maybe outside of Canada Day it's or Boxing Day. It's... it's <laughs> It's really, it's so really, really good. Non-holiday, yeah, best weekend. Yeah. F1 should be, should be a holiday. And Montreal just goes up. You're, you should go. You would absolutely love it. I it's really amazing. want to. Yeah. I really, I can't really believe want you went to, to Mexico. You... That's awesome. It was seriously incredible. Martin Garrix just like performed afterwards. I was like, okay, cool. It was crazy. I don't know. Grand Prix are, so, I mean, I've only been to one, but it was, like I said, one of the best weekends I've ever had. It was so much fun. And Mexico goes hard. I bet. I, I've been to Monaco twice for the Grand oh Prix. My oh my God. Jealous. Uh, but Jealous. That, but, but that's really bougie. Like, I mean, like Montreal's not as bougie as that. Don't, don't like prepare. <laughs> you know, it's like, the Monaco one's pretty bougie. How did you, did you watch on a yacht? I was on a balustrade. Always wanted to say. Oh. Yeah. It was, it was a really nice view kind of at the hairpin turn. Down wow. By, by the marina. Maybe. Which year? French. I went, I want to say in like, 15 and like 13 and 15, 14 and 16. Who won? I don't know. Lewis Hamilton. When in doubt, when in doubt, Lewis Hamilton. Just say Lewis. I think he's in Hawaii right now. Jesse, so last time I talked to you, you were new to this gig. I think that was during Clayton season. That was your first season, right? Yes. So you're a year in, several seasons, broken, broken a lot of ground, two bachelorettes. Clayton just absolutely ruining his season, but for himself, you know, it was, it was fun as a viewer. What have you learned about being the host of The Bachelor in a year's time? Uh, you never know what to expect, that's for sure. And I think you wear a lot of different hats and you have to wear different hats for different people. I think the big key to each season is, are, are the mm. cast, are the people, their personalities, what they're looking for. Everybody's been different. Every season, therefore, has felt different. And so I think you just sort of need to be nimble and flexible and, and try to understand as quickly as you can what, what the bachelor, the bachelorette, or the cast need in that season. Interesting. So like, what has Zach needed that Clayton did not and vice versa? A hug. <laughs> Listen, he's, 
this season with Zach has been the most emotional season that I've hosted mm-hmm. between any of the shows. And I think there's a lot of reasons for that. I think one, Zach is very intentional. He's there to find love and that's why he's there. And I think people saw this last episode. He's just not doing the drama. He's not in for it. Taj one says she wants to join the party. Zach doesn't need to like go to each girl and be like, Hey, what would you think if I invited another woman in? Would you be cool? Does that mm-hmm. leave the door, door open? Zach just goes and makes the decision. He makes it himself. He sits down. He does it quickly. He goes to see the women, tells them what he did. Move on. He's not there to mess around. He's there to find his person. What was most different for me, especially on night one of this season, I would say, is how many women came out of the limo and said, I'm here because you're The Bachelor. I find that really hard to believe. I'm sorry. If I found out it was Zach, I'd be like, eh, I'm not sure I want to go. It's no shots at Zach. <laughs> but a lot of these women are. And they've kind of said it throughout the first couple of episodes. You've seen it a lot. And so, you know, the the drama as this season unfolds really is, is organic. And it's because of the love story, falling in love, people's hearts being broken, and really, really tough goodbyes. Zach, some people saw this at the end of, of Rachel and Gabby's season when we were in Mexico. He's an emotional guy, and he's not afraid to show that emotion on his sleeve. You're going to see more and more of that from Zach as the season goes on. And there's there were a lot of moments for me as the host where you sort of got to you got to give him a hug and you got to tell him it's going to be okay. And you got to tell him to trust his gut and, you know, terrible football analogy. You got to play the next play. You got to turn the page and you got to move on. You can't take your eye off of why you're there and that's to find your person, but he doesn't do the goodbyes and he, he's, he, he's so present in the moment. He doesn't just say goodbye. He's like, all right, back into the mansion. Cheers. We're off to wherever. He's really, he really thinks about what he's letting go of and what he's potentially missing out on. And so, you know, and I appreciate that about, about him. I appreciate that about him. He's super authentic. And so that, that was very new for me as the host of this, of this season. Interesting. I feel bad. I was so mean about Zach. I, he seems like a nice guy. I talked to him no, last okay. week. I'll he's... tell Zach he said it's fine. It's, <laughs> it's, it's totally good. I sometimes feel like when I'm watching you as the host, sometimes feel like you're like really in it in a way that some of the participants are not, do you approach it like you do any of your other jobs? Or like, does this feel very specific in your tools of being on camera? I think for me, I'm just trying to to make it as, as authentic as I possibly can. I think I'm an empathetic person by nature. And mm-hmm. so I think a lot of that, some, it, it, certainly a lot of that I hope comes across, but it's not intentional. It's just It's just sort of who I am. And, you know, and, and I'm just trying to make it, I'm just trying to be me. I'm, I'm trying not to be anybody else. And and I try to, I try to play the role required. I try to wear the hat Zach needs. And, and I try to be very aware of the fact that while this, while he is the bachelor and this is his journey, it's also about the women as well. It's their journey just as much as it is, as it is his. But I also, at the same time, try to not make it about me. I try not to interject I'm not trying to be like the guy like who's like always hiding in the bushes and pops out with like an opinion or this is what I would do. Like I, I it's Zach's deal and it's their deal. And so I, I try to, that, that's, that's kind of the lane I try to stay in on this. That's so interesting. I'm trying to think of like the moments where I felt like it was the most, like you were playing Jesse Palmer host. I feel like during Rachel and Gabby season a little bit. And I wonder, is there something different about interacting with the men pursuing a woman versus the women pursuing a man that like makes you approach differently? Uh, For me, not so much. And I wasn't trying to approach it differently. I think for me, it's just, you know, having familiarity, obviously with, with Gabby and Rachel having 
been through everything they were through with on Clayton C's. And it's just talking to them as people and getting them to talk about how they're feeling and, and, you know, what they're going through and, and trying to help them. You know, they each had sort of unique and separate journeys on their own experience as well. To, to me, it's not so much about whether it's a, a guy, you know, it's a man or it's, or it's a woman. For me, it's just talking to people as people and, and just being for them regardless of what situation they're in. Did you like hang out with Rachel and Gabby on the boat? Confined space. Yeah. Uh, yes, it was. <laughs> can't, can't get away too far. So we were, I knew where to find them. Are you claustrophobic? No. Thank God. Yeah. A little afraid of heights, not too much, but I do love water, open water. I'm fine with. Wow. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the ship. You know, because I'm a, a known Jesse Palmer super fan, people like would DM me if they ever saw you and someone DM me saying that they saw you in St. Bart. So I'm not surprised to hear you like the open water. Do, yeah, I do love some sunshine and rosé. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> Who does it? That's why you're made for this for Bachelor Nation. I think that's the motto. Sunshine and rosé. <laughs> sunshine and champagne. Heck yeah. I'm in. <laughs> What's the worst decision you think you've seen someone make? It could be big or small. Like, just like, were you like, yeah. And it could be in paradise. You're just like, why? Yeah, I think when Meatball poured to, uh, <laughs> sauce all over himself on stage, <laughs> I'll never be able to, yeah, I won't see that ever. That, that unfortunately, that's nightmare fuel. And I knew it when I saw it. Um, <laughs> I, I had visceral reactions to it. I still... You look I, disgusted right now. <laughs> I, yeah, I haven't had a sp- spaghetti and meatballs for a while. Oh my goodness. So between Rachel and Tino and Clayton and Susie and Gabby and Eric, which of those three outcomes surprised you the most? Where you're like, huh, didn't think they were going to choose this person. Hmm. That is a good question. I feel like, I don't know if I ever really had like, like a, a good lead on or a lean on who any of the three were going to end up with in the end i would say probably rachel was the one where i I thought Mm -hmm. it really could be avon you know what i mean Mm -hmm. going into it pretty deep forgot about avon thanks for the reminder he was he seemed great he was great and so and that was someone i knew that i know that rachel obviously had really really strong feelings for too and i know that's when that kind of went down to the wire so that you know that that was definitely surprising yeah, I'd say of the of the three, that was probably the one where I re- was the most unsure of. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, It means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles. 
because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Another just lingering question we here have on this podcast is, what is it about Rodney? If you could define why everyone is so obsessed with this man or explain it, like what is it about him? I, I would love to know. Like I, all I want to do is experience the Rodney charm, but I need someone to explain it to me. Because you wouldn't also show up. Like you wouldn't be excited about Rodney. <laughs> just, just like Zach. You're like, no. no, if Rodney was a bachelor, I wouldn't go. Like Listen, I don't think anybody wants to go. I'm, I, not, doing, I, I'm not going. I don't know why Rodney is not the bachelor, let alone president. Like, it just seems like he is so beloved. Well, what is, what do you think it is about Rodney from what you've seen? And you've now gotten to see him on Michelle's season. You've seen him in paradise. Yes. Let's talk yes. about it. I think he seems like a great coach. I think he seems like a real motivator. Like I'm trying to think of who I would compare him to. Like, I don't know. In the NFL, like, I feel like I, he gives me like, it's the name of the Dolphins coach now. I forget his name, but he, <laughs> yes, he reminds me a little bit of him. And in the NBA, he reminds me a little bit of like, I don't know, like a Mike Malone, like someone who people just really like feel an emotional connection with. I say that once because I saw Mike Malone give like DeMarcus Cousins a really big hug before he checked in for a game and I've never forgotten it. So I like to think of it as like a beloved coach, <laughs> but like, I don't know. There's just something about him where he seems like he could really rally like a high school football team and like just get them to the state finals based yeah. on charm alone. It's a, it's a good, it's a good, it, those are actually, I think, pretty good analogies because, because Rodney's the kind of guy who like puts others before himself. Like he's thinking about the team, mm-hmm. you know, and then, and first off, he's Rancho Cucamonga's finest. That's sure. Everybody needs to get that. Just know that right away. But I got to say, he really is as genuinely sweet and as good a guy at, in real life as he comes across on TV. You know how you watch people on TV, you're like, there's no way that guy's that nice. Yeah. Like, I'm like, is that Rodney? That's Rodney. <laughs> Rodney is, is genuinely super sweet. When you meet him, he, you know, when you talk to someone, you just have their full attention and they're just so locked in and genuinely happy to be talking to you and interested, engaged. Mm-hmm. Like Rodney makes you feel like you're the most important person in the world. And I'm sure that that's what women like, that's, you know, I'm sure how women sometimes feel when, when they're dating Rodney. So I, I mean, I totally get it. And he played football. So I mean, immediately. Did I'm he? A fan. Yeah. Zach played football. I know. played football. I know. You see what's I, going on here? I know that about those two. I didn't know that about Rodney. I feel like he. I feel like he's got so much charm. He doesn't even bring it up. Like a lot of guys who play football bring it up. He's way <laughs> too well spoken to play football. God, that guy finishes sentences so well. <laughs> His vocabulary is incredible. There's no chance he played football. Did he play D one? Oh uh, yeah. Wow. Where? Fresno State, I believe. Oh my goodness. Wow. I mean, I know about Zach. I know about Clayton. I mean, we, we, this week we looked up to see if Cal Poly was D1 and it was. What do you think it is? I should say, what do you think it is about the bachelor in football? Like why, do, why do they go together? Like what, what is it? If anyone knows it's you. I, I don't, I still don't know why they picked me. I, uh, <laughs> 
I mean, the first time or for this job? The first time, for sure. I think like, <laughs> no, it is about football. You know, it's like, you, you know, you need, maybe they feel like they need big, big burly, strong guys to come in. And, and like when they're getting out of the limo, you sort of have to have all the profiles and like football sort of fills that one need. I don't know. But football players in general are pretty quick on their feet. You have to be, you know, and, and sort of, you got to be okay in, in spaces that, that have a lot of other people in them and be able to kind of handle the drama. And you got to be able to, to sort of be able to navigate all of that. We play on teams. It's not always just about you, but that is a really good question. There've been a lot of athletes that have, so many. That have t- taken part, but I would, I would say if someone did the research, I bet football players by far would, would be the sport of choice, no doubt. Oh, absolutely. I don't, I don't even need to look it up. I could rattle off a whole bunch off the top of my head. I mean, Clay Harbor, Jordan Rogers, Andrew Spencer, so many more. I mean, just that's the we've named six so far. Two years. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Matt James. Yeah. Yeah, Matt James, Tyler Cameron, just all all these great guys. I went to the finale, finale part one with Rachel and Gabby, and you were running lines in between the and during the commercials. I was very impressed. Like, what else? Like, I was like, oh, this is a quarterback. He's he's studying. Like, this is like the Microsoft Surface in his hands, but he's just reading his lines. <laughs> you're going over the plays. You're seeing the stills. What's our oh, said? How are we scripting this? What's that next? That reminds me. I was very worried about your schedule. Were you able to watch college football while shooting Zach's season? I was. I've got a. I've got a master plan. Nice. I get the coach's copy. There's an oh. app that gives me the high end zone and the all 22. Oh, Same wow. copy that players actually study so that when we're away on the road internationally, I'm still able to watch games either live or after the fact so that when I go back into studio on ESPN, I'm locked and loaded. Nice. That, I, I was really worried. I didn't want, you to, didn't want you to give up any of your jobs. Or income, you know, just gotta just gotta stay busy. You gotta turn the next page, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> through all your studying, what do you think makes a good lead? Like through, you know, being through this now three times and in paradise, like what do you think you need to have? And also having been the lead yourself. Yeah, authenticity, I think, is the biggest thing, and just being comfortable in your own shoes, which sounds super cliche. And as we talk about it, that's like, yeah, it's obvious. Of course you do, and every, everybody should do that. But I know going into that role, whether you're the bachelor or the bachelorette, it's just something you just can't prepare for. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing that you'll ever do that will get you ready to do that, that mm-hmm. specific role. And it is so hard not to wonder, I think when going into the role, how can I be the perfect bachelor? How can I be the perfect bachelorette? What sort of things should I do and say that will not only make the men or the women fall in love with me, but the millions of Americans at home watching the show? I want to be the perfect bachelor or bachelorette. It's impossible. You can't. The only thing that you can do, because people at home can smell imposter syndrome. Like people, people get that. And, and then they can smell that. When you're not being yourself and you're not being authentic, I think it comes across, it reads that way. Not just to the women or the men in the room, but I think to people at home that are watching as well. So I think the only way to do it, the most important thing, no matter what you say, how you dress, any of that, it just needs to be just be true to yourself and do you. And, and that that way it, it'll make it a lot harder to regret thing, regret things later on. Because like, you know, it's no one's I don't know if anybody's ever gone through the show not regretting anything. But when you're yourself and you're staying true to yourself and you're following your gut, then I think it makes it it makes it easier to sleep at night and and just just be happy with how the journey unfolded. Mm-hmm. You know, Gabby definitely really had that where you're just like, 
clearly uh, this is an authentic person. Like you're just, she doesn't even think about censoring herself. And, and we loved her as a result. And I'd say on the flip side in that season, Tino seemed like a major phony, like from the beginning, or just like this guy seems like there's something not quite real about how he's interacting with Rachel. And I, I just think that like, was not surprising that that fell apart to me. Did, did you like, do you, do you ever feel that way? Like when, do you ever talk to them and give them your impressions? Oh, I mean, it's, it's hard to, because, you know, obviously I, I didn't, I don't know any of them before they come on the show. So it's, sure. I don't really have like a baseline that I can compare it to and be like, you're not sounding like yourself or you wouldn't say that. Like your, your friends would call you out. You just, you kind of, you know, you have to take, it's like everybody else watching at home. I'm the same way. When they get out of the limo on the first night, generally that's the first time I've, I've met them or seen them. Right. So you just you just sort of watch as you go. You take it for face value of who they are and what they say, and then you know it's 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 obviously easy to armchair quarterback this in hindsight when we look back on everything and go, ah, I knew it. But in the moment, it's possible too. I think. Well, I'm curious. I'll tell you some of my predictions for this season, and you can you can tell me if they're hot or cold. But before, what happened on the second group date this week? Rumor has it it was a puppet show with Zach's uncle David Putty, aka Cronk, aka Patrick Warburton. And it didn't air. Really? Yeah, it didn't air. Where? I'm a big fan of his uncle. Actually, uh, yeah. Yeah, Patrick I Warburton. Seinfeld. I just love his yeah. voice. He's in a new commercial now. Many people love his voice. He's also, as Zach told me, the voice of Soarin' California at Disneyland. He's the voice of a new Sauvignon Blanc that just came out. And there's like a football commercial. <laughs> Have you seen it? <laughs> no, I haven't. But once again, football and wine. <laughs> I know. What? <laughs> it's just, it's everything bad summers. <laughs> So what happened on the date? Do you remember it? No. You weren't there? I was not. Wow. So what do you do on the off days? I guess if you're in LA, you could see your family or something. Yeah. Family do live out here, but I, I can never go too far. You're sort of like a doctor on call. Most of the time I'm around and at times that I do skirt away, I can't, I, I can't venture too far off. Do they like drive you around? Like, let's say you want to go to like, I don't know, Taco Bell. Do you drive yourself? Like, do you have a pager, an ankle monitor? And they use a, I get a bachelor light. There's like a big rose that just goes off in the sky. And I'm like, damn it. Right in the middle of my Taco Bell order. Damn it. Do you ever have Taco Bell? I'm going back. Uh, sure. What do you eat on the road or on the cruise ship? Craft services or like special meals just for Jesse Palmer? Yeah. Usually it's like, it's like white shaved truffles from Alba. I'll put that on Cheerios or pretty much anything. <laughs> but there's always a butler following me around with the shaved, with said shaved truffles. You're not giving me anything good here. No, no truth. I'm just hearing about your uh, your dream life of your butler. I want to know what you eat when you're on the ship. Uh, I probably eat a lot of the same stuff that every like that you would eat. What, like, what do so you say? I, I eat. I, I don't know like, so, the food that's available. I'm, I'm watching carbs right now. Maybe a little cholesterol. <laughs> I'm just trying to make heart healthy choices. <laughs> I like the minutia of making the bachelor. That's why I was asking. Like, did they give you craft services or like? Yes. Mm, nice. Nice. Yes. Try to try to balance it out. Do you get to sightsee? Sometimes. Which I love. That's one of the things I love about the show now is because it's gotten so much bigger and the budget is so much bigger than when I was The Bachelor. <laughs> I got to ride an elephant on my season, but now everybody gets whisked away in the helicopter and they're landing on yachts in the Mediterranean, serving white truffles all the time. And it's like, <laughs> it's great. It must be nice because that's not, you know, but now it's like I get to go to these beautiful places. And if I do get downtime, I'm able to sightsee a little bit and, and take it in. While not while not veering too far away, the pager, the pager and ankle monitor always. <laughs> so you're basically like a bachelor inmate who also gets paid to be there. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, you can never really leave. 
It's like it's like Alcatraz. Sure. It's like, it's, walk around, but you're not going to get too far. <laughs> yeah, you can just stay on this bachelor island. All right, I don't know who's going to win, but here are some, here are some of the people that I've had my eye on. You can you can just say hot or cold. Katie, who next week is getting the tent one on one. Okay. Like it. Okay. I think Gabby is going to be a sleeper, even though she came off really, really poorly with the nicknames this week. I feel like Gabby's actually going to go far. Zach didn't like the maple syrup right out of the car, did he? <laughs> what? That really, which yeah, I, I have a problem with that. I, I, I sort of wish Zach would have kind of gone with a little bit more, but he was like actually like visibly upset by it. Yeah, I think he was, he think he was disgusted. One thing I like about him is his very expressive face when he's like not into it. He's just like, no, no, <laughs> it's like, no, you totally you. know. I'm like, dude, just like go with it. It's maple syrup. It's amazing. Just <laughs> chug it. And he's just like, I hated that. I'm like, okay. Yeah, it's gross. It's also not the first time they've done like a maple syrup shot on The Bachelor in recent years. So. No, Blake did it with Katie. You're right. Yes. It's like, come on, people. If, if, exactly. someone's, if someone's Canadian or like from Vermont, which we'd say South Canada, like you, <laughs> you know it's going to happen. Do people say that? Vermont is South Canada? No, I just did. Oh, I like it. All right, cool. And my final pick is Jess. I just think that sweet Jess is going to go very far. I like sweet Jess. Yeah. Outside of the but- fact that she went to Florida State. Outside of that, phenomenal. Body glitter, Jess. Do you know that my bachelor party co-host is Callie Curry, who played volleyball at the University of Florida? Well, she must be super talented. She is. She is super talented. Of course she is. Yeah. That's she, not surprising. Yeah. She's, she's a gator. Yeah, she's a gator. She like she, six feet tall and like just she like, is. she's elegant. Yes. She's all these things. <laughs> yeah. So they see volleyball players actually put their degrees to good use and have these great careers. And then football players, yeah. we go on the bachelor. Yeah. Well, she's a bachelor podcaster. She's just joining me on this journey. Jesse, it's been such a delight to chat with you. Thank you so much for bearing with my questions, big and small. I hope you enjoy the rest of the season and can't wait to keep watching you be a great host on The Bachelor. I can't wait to do this with you again. I'm going to have my food order ready next time. I'm going to have the whole (laughs) menu coursed out for you. I like minutia. I just like to know what's going on moment to moment. Okay. (laughs) What are you eating? What kind of pill do you sleep on? What kind of pill do you give it? Tempur-Pedic? I hope to be the only person asking you how you're watching football on Saturdays and four countries. Okay, you, you absolutely were. Yes, thank <laughs> okay. you, thank you, thank you so much, Jesse. <laughs> Have a great afternoon. Thank Bye. You, you too. <laughs> thank you so much, Jesse Palmer. Thank you to Jade Wheelie for producing this episode. Big news: I am in fact watching Love Island. So Callie and I will talk about that next week. Catch up with us if you'd like to. It's on Hulu. And stay off the people's Instagrams. You don't want to get spoiled. All right, everyone. Have a great weekend. Talk to you soon. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.